Welcome to PharmaTalk Radio. I'm Kate Woda, producer of today's show and director of the annual Patients as Partners U.S. program at the Conference Forum. Today's show features a talk previously delivered by Dr. Marilyn Metcalf, head of the Center of Innovation for GSK, at the 5th Annual Patients as Partners 2018 program. Dr. Metcalf shared how GSK implemented pivotal end-to-end engagement initiatives at different stages of development. Dr. Metcalf walked the audience through some examples of the engagement initiatives at several stages of their development, supported by creation of a framework and toolkit that builds on existing infrastructure, networks of champions and project leads, project planning, and emerging best practices being shared throughout the organization. I come at this from both a, a professional perspective, having had an interest in this area for a long time uh, through benefit risk and decision sciences, but also personally, the things that drew me to those areas and most importantly to patient engagement was um, having grown up with a cousin who had cystic fibrosis, being the care partner of a man who has just been successfully treated for cancer. Um, I've seen, yes, thank you. <laughs> Um, I, I have seen in, in them the, the values that I have around ensuring that patients, that um, consumers of over-the-counter products, that people who are making decisions about vaccines for themselves or their children um, need to be able to make those decisions in a very informed way based on their own priorities. And so the whole reason I'm here is really to make sure that patients have that opportunity with healthcare providers as needed to make the decisions that are right for them to make sure that we are informing that decision. And um, I, I think that's a value that many of us share. And uh, so, as Ross said, um, many of us end up in the room together many times talking about things that have nothing to do with competition, and happily, we, um, we live in a, a very collegial space. And so those are the kinds of principles we follow, which um, you've heard over and over today and at previous meetings, uh, the, the importance of having trusting relationships that are real relationships, not dipping in and out for convenience sake. Um, answer my question, give me my, you know, give me some data, and I'll talk to you again some other time when, you know, when it's the next checkpoint. Um, having a real collaboration where we share learning and best practice, this is a very important principle internally, uh, as you'll see in a few minutes. We have pockets of excellence all over the company. It's my joy to find all of the things that are already going on. It's my pleasure to help introduce people to each other around those things so that we keep them going in, in a more um, process-oriented way, in a more consistent way, so that it's a more consistent um, experience for people outside the company and um, so that it's easier inside the company to know how to do it better the next time around. And then mutual wins obviously are where the sustainability comes. So all of this is about respect for persons, and that's respect for the time of people who come in and provide their expertise as patients, and it's making sure that um, as we're all going for so many of the same um, basic goals in terms of better health outcomes for patients, that we're doing those in a way that we'll do over and over, not just out of good intent, but because we actually are making things work well. And of course, partnership at key decision points is part of that. So you've already heard many times, and we've heard many times, I don't want to just you know, come in for a cameo appearance so you can have the token, yes, we talked to a patient. We had a patient come in today. It's much more about um, let, let's find the places where it really matters, and let's make sure that people know why it really mattered and what we did about it. 
And then, of course, those concrete outputs. And that's what we're measuring. And so that's what I'll talk a little bit about is um, not only that we're finding those case studies, we're intentionally making some um, demonstration projects that we can measure the outcomes of and then continue to share how do we keep that going. And this is, of course, aligned with all the best practices that many of you, like we, have probably contributed to. These are a couple of examples. I know you can't read the tiny writing. There are links if you don't happen to have discovered these. And of course, you got another beautiful one today. They're based, again, on these principles that we share. So um, disease understanding, of course, can happen at any time and all the way through. And it's an important thing to do outside of anything that you're thinking about with a particular product. This is just about what is your experience? What are those difficulties? What can we help answer? And the beauty of this, again, is that it's not competitive at all. The, the smaller writing that you may not be able to see is that this was very much patient-led by a group of patient organizations. It was sponsored by a group of pharma companies. Because once again, yes, we held hands and said, this is something that's important to do. And it's nothing to do with competing with each other. It's something that we all need to do together. And it lines up with all of the principles that I just named. Um, internally, we have something called end-to-end -end engagement, and so I was asked to speak specifically about that because um, it's one of the things that we've become more and more interested in in the field. And so recognizing that it's about more than just clinical trial experience, but within clinical trial experience and drug development, end-to-end -end engagement for us has started looking something like this around uh, the patient's study experience, around gaining detailed feedback and improving the next time around, and then also around providing information about the clinical trials themselves. And this is an intentional pilot study, and so we actually look at things like the use of welcome packs, making sure that we um, talk about the role of the patient in clinical trials, how that's important for them, how that's important for us, um, giving a disease overview if you're newly diagnosed, what does this clinical trial mean in terms of, you know, what, what disease are we looking at and, and how do we work together on that doing a visit walkthrough and, you know, does this make sense from a patient's perspective? You know, is this something you can participate in, want to participate in? Uh, giving feedback on all of those trial processes. And you'd think we wouldn't have to say this, but thank you notes. Yes, thank you for your time. Thank you for your participation. This is what it meant to us. Um, and then, you know, as we progress through the cycle, focus groups involving and in developing all of those non-study specific materials as well as the trial itself. And what can we learn again across studies to make all of them better? Um, having visit reminders, having an understanding of how easy or difficult is it to take medication on this regimen. Again, how can we make this a better experience? Um, providing and organizing and reimbursing around the logistics like transportation, the things that you've heard before. Can we reduce the number of site visits? Um, can we do more remote data collection with wearables and apps? And are those useful things for you to use or are they a burden? Again, so are we actually making this a better experience? And finding out, again, um, from the patient's perspective, was that effective? Was that a, were those things good? And so getting information um, post-randomization and at study completion. And to what extent were you satisfied? Did you feel like, in fact, you made a contribution and we listened to you and you could see a difference? Um, 
was the information that we were giving helpful and useful? And what was your overall experience? Were you happy with it? And um, we've gotten all kinds of good feedback, including things like, I was finally able to participate in a clinical trial because the inclusion-exclusion criteria were finally something I could meet. I've been trying to do this. Um, so, so there are lots of good things that we've been learning. And then the plain language summaries. Those are something uh, we've also been leading at Transcelerate, but we also very much live it um, where we are. And so this is to make sure that people know what the outcomes of trials were in, in non-technical language. Um, and uh, to see again, you know, is this, we, we tested it extensively for, you know, is it really readable and understandable? And um, how satisfied are you that this is the information that you really wanted and is useful for you? And so you can find plain language summaries on our website. Again, there's a link there if, um, if you want to be able to see them. Many of uh, the study results are also available for researchers as um, at, at individual patient level following all of the guidance around, um, uh, around patient privacy, obviously. <laughs> but uh, for people to be able to do more analysis on the results as well. So some of the other kinds of things that we've done that are not necessarily phase-specific, I mentioned um, earlier this morning that we worked very hard on a disease-specific health tracking app that would actually meet patients' needs, that, that in their own minds the ideal um, app for them was actually well correlated with what we were developing that would allow a win-win so that we were collecting better information in a clinical trial than we might have otherwise with the typical ways of remote data collection. But it was also something that was tracking things for them and their environment that um, were of concern that it became something useful that they liked using. Uh, product design for drug delivery. My favorite part about this was not just that they went from the iconic, this is really cool looking to us, to, oh, this is actually really useful for patients with this condition. And, you know, it's, it you know, provides the discretion that they want and um, it provides the ease of use that they want. But it was the fact that this was a team who had organized this workshop themselves and invited the patient group, or us as the patients and partnership team, to come along and, you know, listen to their presentations and present the kind of work we're doing and share across practices, which is telling me that this is the mindset that we're embedding and is embedded, and, and those pockets of excellence exist because it's in the culture, and they were leading this effort. And so, again, I, I was really, really pleased that um, it's not the kind of thing where we've ever had to, you know, try to convince people why it's important to involve patients. It's more in helping them figure out how to do it more easily. So patient experts being involved in investigator meetings are something that we're exploring more and more. It's been done successfully already. It's fairly useful. Uh, it, it's very useful, and it's um, becoming more common. We're, we're learning to do it better. Um, the patient research community platforms here, we're looking at, we're comparing best ways of engagement and, and trying to share best practices there. So depending on how you're wanting to bring in patients as experts, what are the best ways of engaging? And of course, that's going to involve um, lots of different opportunities and methods depending on what makes sense for your experience. And so trying to help 
kind of guide people through a decision process of what's going to make the best um, use of everyone's time and be the most accessible for this particular patient, patient population. How does this become a best practice? Uh, and so the whole point is to bring all of these practices enterprise-wide with an understanding of this is how to make it work um, in our environment and best work with patients uh, in, in a partnership way that works for patients. So there's a framework and a toolkit that provides some infrastructure, and it starts from the, it's everybody's responsibility in the company. Um, here's how it's happening in drug development. Here is how it's happening in the external environment, and here's how we can connect with patients. If you don't already have a relationship with patients, a patient population, a patient group, here is how you can start. Um, and we have networks of champions internally and project leads who already share these best practices among their peers and come together and share them with each other so that we're learning from different parts of the organization, different therapeutic areas, and building it very much into everyday practice uh, where, it, where it might not be already. Um, and again, the important part about measuring in that and monitoring that and sharing successes so that we know if we're making progress or not and we know where we are and where we're not so that we can continue to make it better. So again, um, thinking about those, uh, those toolbox notes, um, focusing on patients' better health as the mutual goal for everybody. Sharing the learning and the best practice, peer-to-peer -peer where possible, um, because that's just a very effective way of sharing learning and helping people be able to answer the questions about, well, how did you get over that hurdle? And what did you do about this? Um, looking for the mutual wins to provide that sustainability. Partnering at the key decision points so that it's actually something where you're having an influence and it's making a difference. Um, and respecting people's time and effort around that. And then measuring the concrete outputs again to ensure that progress. Dr. Metcalf will also be joining the 6th Annual Patients as Partners U.S. Program on March 11th and 12th at the Wyndham Philadelphia Historic District Hotel in Philadelphia, where she will lead a panel with patients and advocacy on mapping out the patient decision-making journey. Patients as Partners U.S. is the only conference that demonstrates how to involve patients throughout the entire medicine's development life cycle to drive greater efficiencies in clinical research. For more information, visit www.theconferenceforum.org. Thanks for listening.